Hey everyone, welcome to The Bachelor We Know. I am your host, Victoria Newman, but you all can call me V. I am so excited to begin this journey with all of you. For this season of The Bachelor We Know, I'll be joined by a special guest to examine each episode from our unique perspectives. So don't forget to tune in each week to hear our fresh analysis. Please like, comment, and subscribe, and I'll see you in the next Bachelor We Know episode. Welcome back to another Bachelor We Know episode. And yes, yes, oh sorry. You want to say something, No. Okay. And yes, y'all, this is on the new day with the Newman page because Dante over here had the brilliant idea, brilliant idea to merge the channels together because it was difficult trying to grow two channels and just navigate two channels at that. So if you guys are new to the Bachelor Reno episodes, this is basically a recap of the Bachelor franchise episodes, the shows of all the Bachelor franchise. That means The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, and Bachelor in Paradise. Anyways, I'm talking a lot. Let me introduce my, my beautiful, handsome, all the above, intelligent, wise, phenomenal husband of mine, D-New here, y'all. What's up, D-New? Oh, I am D-New. I start over. You were talking. You were yapping, too. No, baby. No, I'm no. including all this. No, baby. No. <laughs> you see what he does to me, man? Nah. Alright. Take two. Alright? Here is my phenomenal, handsome, and intelligent husband of mine. <laughs> Team What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? It's your boy, D-New. Happy to be here with my beautiful <laughs> wife so we can discuss and dissect the Bachelor franchise. The Bachelor we know, baby. Absolutely. Okay, so <laughs> let's dive right on in. You okay, baby? Mm -hmm. You call the people D-New. <laughs> Everybody wants to be like D-New. <laughs> oh, man. So we're going to jump right into this episode. We haven't covered a lot on this season. It was just a lot going on. And to be quite honest, I just wasn't interested you know, and making these episodes and addressing these topics. But here we are doing it once and for all, all in one. So first and foremost, let's get Chris Harrison out of the way. Actually, in order to address Chris Harrison, let's do Rich McConnell. Well, Kirk Connell, mm -hmm. Chris Harrison, mm -hmm. and then we'll talk a little on Matt. Mm -hmm. So in that order. First, Rachel Kirk Connell. And you, excuse me if I'm saying her name Rachel? wrong. I, these are my thoughts, okay? Of course, this is where we share our opinions, all right? Nothing here is facts, so don't, don't roast me. Trolls, don't come for me. Okay, so here's my opinion on Rachel. We know that she went to an Old South party, and she was 18 at the time, and that's all we knew until she okay. came out. Okay. You know, so from face value, it didn't look good. Right. All right? Because like Rachel eloquently said, what does that show she represents? And it showed it was very insensitive for her to go to a party where she didn't even know what she was representing. Obviously, we know that now because she said, oh, at, at the final rose, we see that she didn't understand the meaning behind it. And that's just, she admitted that was her racial ignorance. Mm -hmm. You know, so I can admit that when I was 18, I said some ignorant things. When I was 18, I did stupid things i look back on like dang i was stupid how could i do that how could i say that you know so been there done that i can relate to rachel rachel on that sentiment but i feel like when i was 18 when i was going to a party i was like what kind of party is this you know right. i would ask those questions you know although i was i'm not as intelligent as i am today at 18 at 18 i'm gonna ask who's gonna be there what kind of party is it you know, Thanks. you know, Thanks. you would ask those questions. So that's Thanks. why, in a way, I'm kind of like side eye and Rachel. Like, I, I get you, you know, right. 18, we weren't as wise. But at the same time, you know some questions you can ask, okay? Right. You're like, what are these, why are we not wearing these big dresses? Like, why right. do we got to do this? Like, you know, you ask those questions, especially for the costume party. You're like, okay, what do I got to wear? Why do I got to wear this? Like, there's some questions you ask. Right. So that's my point of view, Rachel. <laughs> Do you think that she should be canceled? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Why because not? 
as I just admitted, you know, I, I once was ignorant in a lot of things and I educated myself and I decided to, to put in that work so that I can unlearn some things and learn some things so that I can no longer be ignorant, you know? And obviously there's always spaces that you can grow, blind spots that you will have, but hopefully someone brings that to your attention. You know, hope it's not televised <laughs> and you grow from it, you know? Right. Um, unfortunately, Rachel's situation was televised and, you know, millions of people saw it. So it's unfortunate in her case. So going to your question, no, I don't think it should be canceled because we are human beings who, who have to constantly learn and grow. And hopefully that she does take the time to learn and grow. Right. And it's not just a performance of her saying, you know, I'm, I'm doing what I have to do and I'm reading the appropriate books and listening to the appropriate podcasts. And, you know, hopefully it's not just a little face. Yeah. So what do you think Rachel could do to repair her socially damaged image? I can't, I can't answer that. Honestly, with... I can't answer that. I can't answer that. Try to answer it. Like, what can what could she do to 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 create a favorable impression on folks once again, or perhaps for the first time ever? Okay, I guess she can use this experience to teach other racially ignorant people in her circle, in her family in her neighborhood i guess she can use this experience to shine light on others you know but that's that's the most i can i can share right now because saying reading books listening to podcasts and posting on instagram those are all as you would say performative yeah you know but if she's doing like her active parts like her actions such as using her words and and calling her friends and family out when she sees they are being racially ignorant as well, or aka racist, um, as well, then maybe I can say, okay, Rachel, snaps for you, you know? Yeah. But it's hard for me to say because, like, it's hard to really know someone's heart and their right. true intentions. Do the Bachelor contestants get paid for appearing on the show? I don't know that much. Okay, let's assume that they do get paid. Do you think that she should donate her the money she made from the show to Black Lives Matter she, organization? If she does get paid, absolutely. So tell Rachel right now. Say well, Rachel. I, I want to say all of it because yeah. we all need to survive. But she should, if if they get paid, it would be nice if she can get a percentage. Because percentage they, to, to what organization? To obviously the Black Lives Matter movement. So I want you to say Rachel. Look at the camera and say Rachel. <laughs> Wait. Percentage but let me, let me make a disclaimer. Because they did uproot themselves from their normal everyday lives. She wasn't making money. while in, Well, wasn't her making her job money. Whatever job she had at the time. So she needs some of that money okay. to survive. And if there's a little surplus. Okay. Then obviously, definitely and absolutely donate it. <laughs> You okay. know, for the cause, if you really about that, if you really about the cause. Okay, so do you think Rachel has learned her lesson? Do you... <laughs> Absolutely, in the most brutal way. Okay. Because what, it was televised. What was the lesson that she learned? The lesson that she learned was to educate herself. Mm. Mm. Education is everything. Education is power, mm -hmm. and that's where that's where she can start. It's just yeah. always educate yourself. You're gonna go somewhere. Learn about where you're gonna go. If you're gonna hang out with some people, learn about those people you're about to hang right. out with. Like everything you do is, right. you should right. learn. <laughs> you know? Okay, no, I'm, I'm feeling that. I'm okay, feeling. so can we move on to now Chris Harrison? Okay, Chris Harrison. So wait, do you have any points you want to share with Rachel? I mean, listen, Rachel, Rachel. You know what I'm saying? Is 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 racial Rachel or racist Rachel, however you wanna call it. Mm hmm I don't you know, to be quite honest, Rachel just reminds me just of most privileged white women. They mm -hmm. don't have to think about race, they don't have to think about their the, the power that they wield in society because of their passport that they carry with them at all times and that's their white skin. Her white skin got her into that, to that, to that, uh, 
to that, was it a party? It was a party, yeah. Yeah, the white skin got her into that party, helped her stay into that party. A white skin protected her in that party. Mm -hmm. White skin allowed her to, to think that there was nothing wrong with that party. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I think that for Rachel, she just needs to be aware of the, the white power that she holds. And yes. I think that now she's aware I agree. that she definitely has to be more critical, like you were saying, in everything that she she does. Mm -hmm. Right? And so, when you get invited, you know, you know the, what I have to, I have less to say about her, but more to say about Matt. Okay, so we'll get yeah, there then. More to say about Matt and Chris Harrison. So, okay. Because Rachel, because again, I mean, Rachel is pretty much the symptom, right, of a larger disease, right? And that's right, because it definitely snowballed. It's yeah, it's, she's the symptom of a larger disease. And, and, mm -hmm. and as you can see, Rachel was not out here trying to defend what she did, but other folks were. Right. And so we need to get, you know, yeah, Rachel definitely was ignorant, you mm -hmm. know. And I want to touch and, on something you said. What? You said it was her white privilege that allowed her to go to a court without, without asking any questions. Uh, and that's absolutely true because the black community, like the TikToker we watch, when black people are invited yeah. somewhere, our first question is, who, who all going to be there? Who okay? All be there? So, who and the following question is like, all right, what do we got to wear? What kind of party is this? Who's throwing what it? What time to start? And, right? There's like all these questions the black community knows to ask when right. they're invited somewhere. Wait, why are we, why, why are we wearing this? <laughs> right? Who are we celebrating? <laughs> Who's throwing this? Who's throwing know? this? Oh, so, the, the conservative council. Uh-uh. <laughs> Uh, and you know, and I heard that she was liking photos. Oh, not the photos. Right. Was you that know, true? Was she liking photos? She was liking, I don't know if it's completely true, but I suppose she liked the photo with a girl holding up a confederate flag. flag. Right. So yeah. I don't know if this girl was her friend, her family, but she liked it. It could have yeah. been a random. You know, I mean, again, it. you know, I think she's from the South, right? Georgia. She's from the South, a white girl from Georgia. I mean, what did, what did we expect? I'm not saying that all white women from Georgia are are you know racially illiterate but what i am saying is that we do know that folks don't tend to learn about race well the the significance of of race and the importance of race if they are in a white bubble mm. right because they right. think that they are raceless they don't have race race is something that other people have right, right? and so one, point. one of the reasons why we say people of color right is because white gets to be colorless and so Rachel grew up in a in a uh, homo homogeneous uh, society where all she saw was white skin and she mm -hmm. saw perhaps very little racial difference and so for her there was nothing it was just a party celebrating mm -hmm. good old confederate soldiers <laughs> and and that she saw nothing wrong with that why because those men and women were white mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and and some and obviously some black they forced so black people um, anyway, we don't want to get too deep into it. I didn't it, see many pictures, but I don't... Did no, 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 I'm talking, I'm talking about the Confederate. Oh, the Confederacy, okay, 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 okay. Right? Mm -hmm. And so, anyway, so... Yeah, so I think with Rachel is... I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised by Rachel. I'm not surprised by any of this. Uh, I do want to segue into Chris Harrison because... Get there. There's one thing, like you said, I think you said it beautifully. Folks are going to make mistakes, mm -hmm. which is why... I, I generally dislike cancel culture. I now obviously when you say something and you say something wrong in the past, you do something wrong in the past, you know, not to excuse your behavior, but you do need to be held accountable for that. Yes. But I don't think you should be. Um, I don't think that cancel. What is cancel culture? Because only only few people get canceled, right? Like yeah. Well, who who do you know? It's like if canceled? it really gets viral. Well, who do you name one person who was like actually canceled and like never was able to redeem themselves? Yes. Yikes. See, that's the thing. No one actually gets canceled. Yeah, I don't Only like Chrisette Michelle, perhaps. Like, remember Chrisette Michelle? She's like, really canceled? I think Chrisette Michelle. I haven't heard of her, but... Uh, Chrisette Michelle, the singer, right? The black singer who performed at Trump's inauguration. Like, after that, it just seemed like she just went downhill from there. Mm -hmm. But, like, she's, like, one of the few people I know who's, like, actually canceled. And then again, maybe she's canceled temporarily. Like, we yeah. don't know if she comes out with an album... You know, right. remind me to download her first album. I think it's called I Am. I really love that Chris Yeah, I just thought she just wasn't making music. I didn't know well, maybe, due to the cancellation. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know what the cause may be. But again, yeah. no one has ever really canceled. So this idea of like, 
People say, you don't support canceling her. No, because there's no such thing as cancel culture. No. Like, you really cannot cancel it's someone. It's really a suspension. Yeah, it's a, it's, <laughs> it's a suspension. And then it's really not even a suspension. You know why? Mm. Because everybody is not going to like you. Right? Yeah. And so even when you come back. Even when you come back. So, yeah. again. Yeah. So, it's like, for example, folks hate Kanye. Oh, we got to cancel Kanye. Kanye worth never. like $6 billion now. He's never being canceled. He's worth more now as a disliked public figure than he was as a, a well-liked public figure, right? Mm -hmm. Remember he was well-liked? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. folks liked him for the music, the he good was days, conscious. Kanye, yeah. So again, like when good we talk life. about canceling Rachel Kirkconnell, I say, no, don't cancel her because what is she gonna do? She's just gonna retreat into her whiteness, she's gonna revel in it, and then she's just going to rely on the power of her white skin to mm -hmm. elevate herself, while at the same time, uh, uh, celebrating things that don't need to be celebrated. And so mm. now if we cancel her, that's just what she goes back to doing. Right. Right. But again, we can't cancel folks. But if we say, look, we're going to hold you accountable. You're going to read these books. You're going to listen mm -hmm. to these podcasts. Mm -hmm. You're going mm -hmm. to, to, to read these articles. You're going to engage deeply in your community to uplift the folks who have been, you know, negatively discriminated against. Mm -hmm. That's how you change society. Not by saying you made a mistake, you're irredeemable. Yes, she made a mistake. And... We have to talk about the folks who make mistakes and double down, and that's Chris Harrison. Oh, yeah. We gotta yes. talk about those folks because. But I wanna, I wanna put out, put out one quote from your favorite guy, Michael Lewis Dyson. Mm -hmm. He doesn't say. He says, "Cancel." I mean, cancel. Don't cancel. Cancel. Don't cancel. Yeah. Cancel. So, don't cancel. So that is one thing that Rachel Kirkano is going through right now. A whole lot of counseling, yeah. hopefully, to build her in learning and making sure she doesn't make the same mistake again. Absolutely, and again, again, when we say like cancel don't cancel, we're not we're not actually caping for this woman who made you know who has a racist past. We're saying that we all have a past, mm -hmm. right? Like if you are a male, at some point in your life, you said something that was sexist, heterosexist, something oh, that homophobic. was homophobic. You know, heterosexist, something oh, that was yeah. transphobic. Mm -hmm. You said some of those things. Should we be done with you because you made mistakes in the past? I think that is yeah. no. I think that we need to give people space to yeah. grow, uh, space to learn, yes. um, space to think critically about the things that they've done in the past. Because here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Some of the people who, who write critically and think deeply about this stuff. Yeah. Continue. They made mistakes before. And oh, so for sure. We, we, we're I'm saying all of that. We're just yapping, but we're, we're getting all of that to get to Chris Harrison. Get to Chris Harrison. Because the reason why we <laughs> had to do that is because Chris Harrison is someone who is old enough to know better. And not only that, he doubled down. He did. He defended. Rachel tried to help him out. Like, but Chris, if I went to that party, what would I represent? And he was like, Rachel, like... Four years ago, 50 million people went to those parties. Like, whoa! Yeah. So Chris has to, Chris, Chris, I'm, you know, Chris has to be canceled. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm just gonna just, you know, uh, contradict everything that I just said. <laughs> you don't mean that. No, I think he needs not. He doesn't need to be canceled. Yeah. I, I say that jokingly, but what he does need to, he, it's his. He does not need to be the face of the Bachelor franchise. And I That's think, tough. yeah, I think what needs to happen is that guy, Emmanuel Ocho, and, and it needs to be a dude with him or or or, some, or a woman or whatever. Someone else needs to do it mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. now is a time to show that that you're committed to, um, you know, uh, racial equity. Right. You ah, know, now is the time to do share that. Share your power. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Like now is that time. Sure you missed those notes. Continue. Yeah. So I think that's that. But I'll let you go first. So what are your thoughts about? Chris Harrison's interview with Rachel. What are your thoughts? Man, was it disappointing. Yeah. It like, it was, like I first off, let me tell you how I was introduced what he did. I first saw it on Instagram, like a little clip. And I'm just like, you know, sometimes clips taken out of context. Let me mm. see the whole thing said, before yeah. I really come at Chris and give him the side eye. Oh, come on. You didn't give him the side eye, did you? I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Because the little the clip eye? I saw. You gave him the side eye? Yeah. You gave him the side eye? And then I was like, uh oh, uh oh. You gave him the side eye. So the Chris little Harrison, you got the side eye. <laughs> the little clip I saw was when he was basically saying that Millions of, people, millions of people went to these parties, Rachel, back in 2018. Does it make it right? I mean, um, it was right in 2018, but it's wrong in 2021. I'm just like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> he did not just say this. So I went back, 
went on YouTube, and then I found the whole clip, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And from the very from the beginning to the end, the E interview with Rachel and Chris. And what I saw through that interview was that Chris truly had a agenda. He used grace, compassion, and understanding so many times throughout. Like you guys know, when y'all are in interviews or if you're trying to make a point, you have like your your three main points trying to make, right? Mm -hmm. That was Chris. We should have grace, yeah. compassion, understanding. What else? what else? All throughout the interview, that's all you heard. All okay. right. Secondly, he was speaking over Rachel. Oh, he was not speaking over that black woman. Yes. He spoke over her. And not only that, Rachel would would even try to interject to even help Chris. I can tell, like she wanted to help Chris, like. Chris, like, really think about this, man, you know? Wow. But because Chris he was just was talking over her, mm -hmm. he couldn't even, he couldn't receive that assistance. Mm, he was disrespecting her and she was trying to help him. So basically putting more emotion and in intellectual and physical labor on a black woman to help a white man. Exactly. And that's okay. what he was doing. And, um, do I have a third point? What's your third point? You got a third, she got a third point, y'all. I know she has a third point. He was just exerting his white male privilege, okay? Ooh. Because he, he knew, he knew, Dante and I said this before in past episodes of Bachelor, we what, know, what do we say? that Chris Harrison holds um, the easiest job in America the easiest because job in America. of his white male privilege. Easiest job in America. Okay, and now for this to come out this season, it just truly shows that he was so sure and he was so comfortable in his point Come on. that... He's like, I don't need no a black woman to assist me or try to correct me or yeah, try to help yeah, me out. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that my white community is going to back me up. Ooh. I'm sure that although um, this may be wrong, okay, given the benefit of the doubt, he's probably thinking, okay, this may be wrong, but I'm sure that my white community got my back. Come on, he didn't. He didn't. Okay, so those are my three points on Chris Harrison in that interview. He had an agenda trying to show grace, understanding, compassion to Rachel. He was talking over Rachel, and he exerted his white male privilege because he believed that his white community would hold his back. I mean, have his back. Come and on. they did because, shoot, they were trolling Rachel. Come on. They were coming at everybody who was... Con they were coming at everybody who was um, criticizing yep. or um, can't, trying to cancel Chris Harrison. Yep. If you were, like, against Chris Harrison... What else? You had trolls in your comments, trolls in your DMs. And to the point that Rachel had to, to dis... What's the word? Um, dis... Connect... Dis, um, disable, I forgot. Her disable her account. Oh, okay. Not the comments. Oh, her her whole account she oh, disabled. Wow. Oh, wow. And mm. that's how much Chris knew his mm. white community would have his back. Come on. But... But what? He didn't know how much... The BIPOC community would stand Ooh, up not and the be BIPOC against community. It. Not the BIPOC community. Because the black community stood up, Ooh, but also else? the BIPOC community okay, stood up. Okay, the BIPOC community and stood up. Def and defended Rachel. What you they know, do? they had his, they, they had Rachel's back. What they, well, and why, I think, why, why do you they have Rachel's back? Why? Yeah. Honestly, I feel like, I feel like um, the pro-black movement is Come trendy. On. But also, I think some people truly and honestly stood by Rachel. Yes, yes, Not only yes. because it was trendy, but I think... Of course. When you know when you know what's right, you stand by what's right. And you, okay? and you you know Black Lives Matter. No Black Lives or Black Lives Matter is trendy mm -hmm. for certain folks who don't for certain, really, folks. for certain folks who don't really believe that Black Lives Matter. <laughs> Cause there's some people I saw a post about it. We're gonna and say I'm certain folks. Like, we don't say them C C F. Certain folks are so close about it's like Ooh. And I was so I was giving them a side eye. I went You gave them a side eye? Yeah, I was. Ooh, you gave them a side eye. I went to their comments. What you say in the comments? And then I saw people in the comments like, oh, how could you defend Rachel? Wow. No, Chris Harrison did nothing wrong. And I was just like, yo, people, how she displays herself, she doesn't display herself as someone who would stand up against um unjust. You know, someone who was unjustly enriched by anything right so um when i went to the comments i saw people kind of like dragging her i'm just like okay i wasn't the only one thinking there's a dragger yeah like oh, oh how could you her. how could you defend rachel because everyone nah. was posting like this little like excerpt that was saying i stand for rachel i stand by rachel there was like a little 
blurb and then hashtag I stand by Rachel. Like a lot of people in the bachelor community was posting that. Mm. And there was like one girl, I'm not gonna say her name, there was one girl that I thought she was a little um racially ignorant. Mm -hmm. And she posted it and I was just like, uh, surprise. surprise. And like everyone in her comments was dragging her for posting it like how could uh -huh. you? <laughs> okay, you know it's performative. It, it is performative. Because you, you know, know a post is a post. Doesn't mean you like truly think mm -hmm. that way or you live that way or you are that way absolutely performative, so, performative allyship so yeah i think that's really a, a really brilliant first rate high quality <laughs> analysis <laughs> of chris harrison's um interview with uh rachel i think that history was at play mm -hmm. in that interview mm -hmm. uh, a white male perceived a white woman under attack and he did what he is uh, supposed to do as a white man. Mm. That's defend Speak the white it. woman. Speak on it. And defend whiteness. That's right. Against blackness. Ooh. And so what he had to do was what all white men have done throughout history. When a white woman um, is crying tears. Yeah. And is that he had to come to her defense. Not knowing that that woman may not even needed him to defend defend her in the first place. Right. In fact, he made it worse. He did. He made it worse. Like he really did. most people didn't even know about her being racist until he tried to defend her racism. Right. Right. So she right. really didn't need Matt. I mean Matt. She really didn't need Chris Harrison. No, not to, at all. To to go out there and and defend her. But again, he's a white man. Came and in so on his white horse. He came. He's that's what you're saying. He came <laughs> in on that white male privilege, thinking he needed to save her mm -hmm. when she didn't even need saving in the first place. Because this, honestly, this would have only been a bachelor sort of cult-like following thing. Chris Harrison made it newsworthy. Yeah. He was already in the news. Yeah. But when Chris Harrison had the interview, now this opened up a larger conversation mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. racism within the Bachelor franchise. And so, literally, it just it just put a, a another spotlight on Rachel's racism all because of Chris Harrison America's so racism as right absolutely. and the Bachelor nation as a franchise absolutely and how so, they are just not handling mm-hmm so that was the one part so so part one was a white man perceiving that he needed to defend a white woman um can I, can I pick back up for that no Number two, um, I'm serious. You talked a lot today. Wait, so wait, number wait, two, wait. I just want to say, um, number two, uh, I have to say, now go ahead. Wait, I want to piggyback off of the, the fact that a white man thought that he needed to defend a white woman. Once again, we can make this about his white male privilege. Yes, yes, The yes. white woman, Rachel, didn't even speak yet. Mm -mm. He was speaking on behalf of her before See? she even used her voice. See? I would get it if she used her voice. Come on. And then he defended what she said. But she didn't even come out yet. Yep. Mm -hmm. So that means, in a way, he was being her voice Ooh. and in a way stealing you're her not, you're voice not, you're not saying she's uh -uh. yeah uh -uh, girl and you know just just silencing her by saying like listen to me you know i i know yep. what needs to be done here and i know how to clear all of it because at the end of the day why did we need that interview see because see? he thought that he could be the voice of rachel because i'm a white male yeah you know i understand a white woman and he used his voice to speak on behalf of a white woman mm. and no, no, no. See, okay, that's exactly what happened. So that should never be the never be the case. Never be the case. So we've got part one. Part one is Sorry. basically yes, white good. male speaking on behalf of a white woman because he has been socialized to believe that when a white woman is under scrutiny, mm -hmm. that means that his malehood is under attack because in his psyche, the white man has to protect whom the right. white woman. And so that leads us into part two, part two because there were other dynamics that were at play aside from whiteness. And that was whiteness in the same space as blackness, albeit mm. virtually. He was being interviewed by a black woman, Ooh. a black woman who was talking about racism. And so oh. he assumed that he knew more about the situation than a black woman. And so that's the first layer. Right, the the idea that because he's white, he has more uh, knowledge about any topic, including race, than mm -hmm. someone who actually has a racial reality 
rooted in oppression. Right. And so, so one, he thought that he was more intelligent than than Rachel. Mm -hmm. That's number two. Mm -hmm. and, and as part one, and then number two is that he was trying to amend. He he was he was using his male privilege, his white male privilege, to dominate that conversation with sure Rachel. Was. And not only was it his white male privilege, it was his social position, right? His social status. You were a a, a the a bachelorette. I'm the executive producer of The Bachelor, Ooh, and so therefore, hierarchy. yes, exactly. There's mm. an occupational hierarchy. Mm. What I say goes. You have to listen to me. So it was just, it was on a number of levels there. And so again, all of that is at play like because that. Rachel was actually interpreting what he's saying, perhaps through the lens of, hey, this person mm -hmm. is is someone that I, you know, have worked with and probably still have to work with, who's mm -hmm. probably going to continue to open doors for me. Unfortunately, if I hold back just a little bit, and he and he knew. He knew that, yep. and Rachel knew that she yep. couldn't really give it to him because Rachel, Rachel's smart. This is what She's black brilliant. folks do, yeah. right? So we don't ever, listen, most of us in society, we don't tell our white bosses what we really think. Never. We go, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Sugarcoat it. Okay, oh, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be mindful of mm -hmm. the time. Thank you for sharing Oh, yeah, yeah. That. And so, absolutely. But no, I'm not saying that she she didn't say what she, she wanted to say, but I'm saying I'm pretty sure there were some other things that she wanted, she to, wanted share. to share and she said you know what i'm gonna i'm not gonna say it because i right she said she said you know what i'm gonna self-censor because mm -hmm. because black people have always had to censor unfortunately we have black people always had to self-censor with a pro at it exactly and so she had she made perhaps she had to self-censor because she knew hey this guy is is could open so many doors for me just by being connected to him so let me not sour this relationship. And he preyed on that by pushing this issue. Of, oh, let's just show her some grace. Let's show her some compassion. Where was the grace and the compassion for that black woman interviewing you? You were speaking mm. over her. And so everybody gets grace and compassion, but black women. This is why Malcolm X said that they're the Say most it. disrespected, unprotected, and neglected. That's right. That's right. Right, so that was part And let me piggyback off of that. So I'm always piggybacking off of that. No, 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 I gotta get to part three. What is this one simple line? Is this one simple line? Let me get to part three. Is this one simple line? So, it's one simple line, what you just said, right? What you just said about what he was doing. You were just saying how he basically abused his power, right? He abused that power. And I think in a way, he even was trying to put her base like, hey, I made you who Ooh. you are, okay? Because as we know, Ooh. Chris Harrison is the face of The Bachelor. And yes. Rachel, we know Rachel from The Bachelor. Right. So he was probably like, hey, I made you who you are. Yep. Like, he's like, Amy Parent says, like, I put you in this world, I can take you out. Oh, I put you in that position, I'll take you right out of it, girl. So Chris was overusing his power, yes, letting Rachel yes. know who's boss. Absolutely. Okay. He had to let her know. And, 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 no, I'm glad that you added that because and I'm glad that we have actually held his feet to the fire. Oh, because right? he so, said when he interviews Rachel, I'm going to hold her feet to the fire. Yeah. So right now, we are holding his. his. Feet to the, and by the way, he never got that chance to operate. And by the way, how can a racist hold another racist feet to the fire? Let me stop. Ooh. You can't. Listen, two, two <laughs> racist folks can only have a racist conversation. You talking about, I'm going to hold her feet to the fire. No, you're not, bro. You didn't see anything wrong with her, her actions. So how are you going to hold her feet to the fire? You know what you need to hold? Whose feet you need to hold to the fire? Your own. Yo, he should have been on that couch with Emmanuel. Oh, he should not. We don't want to hear from him. Because all we don't want to hear from him because you know why? Mm. All he would have done is the same thing that, uh, uh, that Rachel did. Lip service. Right? It was an opportunity. I mean, literally. When, you know, as Michael Lyre Dyson said, he says, mess up. Dress up and fess up. Ah, uh, fess up. Right? It's one, it's, yep. that, that's yep. it. So what happened was, Rachel messed up, then what did she do? She put on a nice little red dress. That's right. And she fessed up. We know that play. We know that play. Mm -hmm. Chris Harrison messed up. He didn't even get an opportunity to dress up. Well, no, he was on GMA. Oh, he was on GMA? He, and right? he, oh my gosh, I know he memorized them lines. Of course he did. Memorized them, and man. He yeah. was too clean, too polished. Yep, yep. It was just... It was so, I was disconnected from everything he had to say. Unlike with Rachel's, I can feel like 
I understood where she was coming from. With Chris Harrison, I was just so detached. Listen, listen. I was like, the heck? Nah, Chris Harrison, he... Listen, if we can quantify racism... Nah, I won't even need to do that. <laughs> but the, 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 the point is that... The point is that Chris Harrison, he messed up, dressed up, and then he fessed up. He fessed and up. this is what happens with with white folks right mm -hmm. they constantly get an opportunity to redeem themselves but when black folks mess up we don't get that opportunity to go on live television and go mm -hmm. i'm sorry y'all i made a mistake yeah it will never happen again yeah forgive me white america white america forgive me white america whatever you ever heard black let me black in. yeah black black let me black look I'm a, white uh, black folks don't get a chance to say I was ignorant. See, black people we don't we don't get the the the, the luxury of being mm -hmm. ignorant. We don't have that privilege of being ignorant about all things that matter to white folks. You know why? Because we live in a pre uh, a white centered society, so we have to learn how to navigate this white society by yeah. in, immersing ourselves, unfortunately, in it, so that we can learn how to survive in it. Yeah, and and so. But Chris Harrison and Rachel doesn't have to immerse themselves into black knowledge, into black thought, into no. blackness because they no. don't have to survive in a world. They By don't. the way, Chris Harrison would literally be all right if he would have just said, "Hey, I'm, I, I stand, I stand on that." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yo, he would have made millions of dollars regardless. Now yeah. he might not have been the face of the of of the Bachelor, but who? Yeah, guess what? He don't care. Yeah. You know why? Because he got three lines. That's all he says, y'all. He shows up and go, ladies, Matt, there are three roses, two ladies. <laughs> no, it's that's all... it. I mean, that's literally all he does. And you then he comes saying? back and says, like, all right, it's the final rose. It's the final rose. <laughs> right? Ladies, say your goodbyes. Say your goodbyes. <laughs> that's all he says. And he gets millions and millions of dollars for yeah, saying that. Yeah, so my yeah. point of making is that Matt, I mean, listen, he will be all right. And he holds other positions in a Bachelor franchise yeah. besides just being the host. Right. So although That's... he may not get like a host paycheck, he can get other paychecks, host For other sure. positions. Like I think he's a producer. He's he holds other positions. Listen, my last point I'm going to make about Chris Harrison is that uh, I have to say this. I my my thing is I really struggle with saying that folks should be fired for for wrong takes mm -hmm. because. One of the reasons why, you know, I'm in my field is because I have a lot to say. Mm -hmm. And that's why I love this idea of you know what it is. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And so, I don't know if he should be fired. I do think that he needs to to sit out for a little bit. And he is. Yeah, he needs to sit out for a little bit. I'm not saying that, I know he has a, listen, I'm just saying that he might need to sit out for a little bit. Just so that he can really do that deep work that is required to fully educate himself and disabuse him of some of those ideas and ideologies that he holds so he dearly. Because he was really adamant about sticking to 100% confident. Yeah, he was oh he was so confident. So anyway, um what are you gonna, last thing about we got we gotta move on to Matt. Yeah, but I got a question. What's your question? Why is it that why is it? In order for Chris Harrison, one white male to sit out, in order for Chris we need Harrison to replace him with, him with two women. Yep. Why does it take two women to do one male, white male's job? Hey. Why? Why? Hey, listen. Okay? I don't understand it. It's not necessary. As mm -hmm. we just showed, he barely says anything. anything. Okay, so it's unnecessary for one white male to be replaced by two females yeah okay all, all um all the to Tasha and crystal Brislow to chris Tasha adams and crystal chris oh Brislow. <laughs> i forgot for a second chris kristen chris. caitlin i'm sorry kristen Brislow, caitlin Brislow, caitlin caitlin yeah. anyways like praise to them glad they got the gig it's a great opportunity i know they're gonna do well but i just feel like it was unnecessary to have two people to replace yeah. them Absolutely, and you know, I, I I I understand that completely. Only thing I would say is that um, that I'm perfectly fine. I don't know who this crystal person is, but if she's a black woman, I'm perfectly fine with black. She's women. a white woman. All right, well then. So look, we have titation biracial and. Hey, women, listen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna white. say this. I'm perfectly fine with with them hiring two black women to do that job. Yes, Kate. And I understand that yes, it was the job occupied by one white male. But you know what? You know what's that? You know what? I get gratification from seeing two black women employed. 
You see what I'm saying? If it so, was two black women. If it women, were two black women, yeah. I would be like, oh yeah, hire those two black women. Yeah. You know why? Because I think two black women could go in at this at this time and say, look, you see how Chris Harrison has been doing it for 20 years? We have a different vision. We're going to do more than what he was doing. We're going to come up with better, um, you know, group dates, better one-on-one -on -one dates. We're going to come up with better locations. We're going to come up, we're going to actually um, help to choose uh, uh, um better contestants and make sure that these contestants aren't racist mm -hmm. right bet so we're going to yeah. vet them better and so i'm perfectly fine with getting two black women in that space because guess okay. what that's doing okay. that's feeding their families 100 percent. but when you talk about replacing it let me be quiet because <laughs> i'm so trying let's to... move on to that mm, then let me be quiet i know where you're going with it. hey black women that's all i'm saying <laughs> hire black women and pay black women so let's get to matt okay yeah, we're gonna end on Matt. So let me so so let's start here. Mm. What are your thoughts overall on on Matt's season? Overall Matt's season didn't like it. That's why I didn't do any episodes. Okay, I wasn't feeling episodes. I got upset with the episodes. I didn't feel like doing recasts on the episode I got me upset. And I All got right. upset because I know that Matt was playing the game. Playing the right. game of Bachelor being Bachelor. Okay. You know, in my mind, in my opinion, okay. I never saw Matt going down on one knee and proposing, okay? Oh, yes, In yes. my opinion, I didn't think Matt was ready to leave the Bachelor world, okay? I oh, think okay. he enjoyed being a Bachelor. And now that he's received even more fame, Oh, he's more famous I now think he's, he's really gonna revel in this Bachelor world that he's now gonna enter into. So do you think that he's going to be on Bachelor in Paradise? No. I think his next Bachelor um, life is gonna be the real world. Like, girls are gonna throw themselves at him. He's still, uh, a bachelor, basically, at this mm -hmm. point. But now he's a bachelor in, in, um, Spotlight. You know, the celebrity status bachelor. Before he was yeah. an average Joe, just Tyler's best friend bachelor. But now he's a celebrity bachelor. So, I receive now, he's gonna, I believe now he's going to dive into this level of Bachelor and enjoy it even more. And anyways, going back to the season. Um, didn't see him ever, ever proposing. Mm -hmm. And he said in the beginning of the season that he he never been in love. And I thought that was like red flag number one. Mm -hmm. You know, um, then when I saw his father come into the season, I was upset by that because oh, wow, that was a hot mess. Hot, hot, I don't even hot want to talk about mess. that hot mess. Feeding into the already um, stereotype that white America has of black black fathers, and which is not true. We we didn't we didn't need it to be televised. If he wanted to speak to his father, cool, have it off camera. All right. If ABC really cared about Matt's growth. They could have had that privately off camera, mm -hmm. okay? Just like y'all cut Brie on After the Final Rose, y'all could have cut oh, Brie was on After the Final Rose. Yeah. Brie? Brie. Yo, girl, oh, Brie. Yeah, they cut her because they had more pressing content to put out. So just like they cut Brie from After the Final Rose, they could have cut his conversation with his father, okay? But they knew what they were doing. All right, they knew exactly what they were doing. They knew what white America wanted to see. Of course, he has issues because of his black father. Oh, what a poor man. No. Wait, why does Katie, this is such a, why does Katie get to be the next Bachelorette? Because. If, if Brie was the one who made it farther than, Brie made it farther than her. No, my son. Brie made it farther than her. So you know what I wanted to say. Yo, Brie made it farther. And so... She was the favorite white woman of the all the other women so they can't do two i believe women. of all women of max season she was probably the favorite white woman and of all the seat all the women maybe michelle was a favorite but for us obviously we like michelle and we like to bring yeah i like I'm a, i honestly i liked all the black queens man to be honest I'm like the final few all the final few we like michelle and brie yeah i think and we thought they should have been really the last two standing yeah that, that <laughs> man you know but tell me your thoughts Oh. But I was, my season, my rating of the season was two out of ten. Yeah. All right. I I was really excited about it. Was happy to see his season, even though I didn't know who this man was. Like they pulled him out of like thin air, 
Well, he was Tyler's best friend, but still, he wasn't in the Bachelor franchise. Mm -hmm. And then for them to give us this season, the girls were catty all season. And then after the cattiness fell apart, all this racism came up. It was just like one thing after the other, and I was just over it. That's why y'all didn't get episodes, and I'm talking about that. But baby, you can go ahead. Yeah, I think that's a really great point. I think for me, I'll say that Matt season, Matt's season was highly entertaining. Mm -hmm. I mean, even from Katie coming in with the dildo, uh, with you know, I mean, it was really entertaining. It was also really disappointing. It was mm -hmm. also really saddening, heartbreaking to think about someone being. Um, someone spreading a rumor, a white woman spreading oh, a rumor yeah. that, that a woman of color was um, a sex worker. Yeah. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with being a sex worker, but if it's untrue, then it's it's still it's still um, saddening because it's like, hey, that's not true. Like, that, wait, by the way, it's like someone saying, hey, you know, um, da, uh, you know, Dante, you are a, a repairman. You know, you're oh, a mechanic, garbage man. Or a garbage man. I'm like, hey, by the way, garbage men, some of them make really good money. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. You got a yeah. stable job because, you know, you need to take out your trash. Everybody needs to have trash to get picked up or whatever, Do Essential, yeah. It's essential work. But that's not what I do. It's just not what you do. And, and, so, and they meant to damage your, your yeah, character. Yeah, and they damage your character. So that white woman was, who let that white woman on? <laughs> and again, my thing is with Matt. Here's my thing with Matt. Forget all the other stuff. Forget the season stuff. Let's talk about him yeah. after the final roll. My thing with Matt is that. I think that he he played the game so well in that after the final rose episode. Mm. You know, he Bachelor knows what they're doing. Of course, they tend to pick black. Well, I don't really know this. I'm gonna go from Tasha to Matt. When Ivan was talking about the Black Lives Matter movement and talking about the unrest in uh, in in Minnesota following, I think it was in Minnesota following the, the police killing of George Floyd or whatever. Yes. Tasha had nothing to say. Great comparison. Great, nothing to say. And it was just, We yeah. all caught that. Nothing She just to, gave us tears. Nothing to say. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Great comparison. The entire season, Matt had absolutely nothing to say about social injustice, really. Mm -hmm. He had nothing to say about racial injustice. Mm -hmm. He had nothing to really talk about his black identity. He did talk about being growing up biracial, but there was very little conversation about him being black. And notice some of the women who might appear, um, I don't even know how to say this, like not mixed race, but just perhaps black, whatever that Ambiguous, means. Ambiguous, yeah. Well, some of the women who don't, they just, I don't think, some of the people, black identifying women, Okay. they went home early. All of the biracial women stood stood around. Oh, and you're so saying the the, the women, black black women. Well, not necessarily black black women, but the women who identified as black and no and no other race. Got it. Just, Got it. They didn't yes, say they're they black were and in and out. Yes. Yeah, they they didn't say I'm black and so the non biracial black people. I said you mean. They were out early. They were. But the biracial ones. He loves them. Stuck around. I mean, we can name them off. Michelle. Serena P. Bree. Serena P. The girl, the 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 girl, the the graduate student. Oh yeah, Piper. Piper. So they stuck around a mm -hmm. good while. Yep, yep. Uh, even the girl with the curly hair. What's her name? The the one that the, the, the MJ is MJ. not biracial. But they, she just makes her hair like that. Okay, but I thought I thought they said she's she like was. a Rachel Dawson. But do you know that for a fact that she's not biracial? Well, I looked on the page and she doesn't appear to be biracial. So you don't know. So again, <laughs> you don't know. She doesn't appear to. Be that way, but I don't um, know. We, we I don't, don't know. know. I mean, I'll admit that. Oh, so we don't know again. So, um, but again, a lot of the people who identified as biracial stuck around a long time. So for me, it was just like I can connect with these folks on their on the, on, on the basis of their biracial identity. That was the conversation that was had. And but everyone else who was like they, you know, they perhaps identify as a non-biracial black person, mm -hmm. they were out of there. Out of there. You I know agree. what I'm saying. By the way. That's his preference. Okay, cool. But my right. thing is, throughout the entire time, you your your identity as a black man was never truly the focus of any of your conversations mm -hmm. that we heard, mm -mm. and it didn't seem to be any. It didn't even seem to come up at all in your like. It just didn't seem to come out at all. Like we didn't get. I'm not saying that there's one way of being black. I'm a black man. I know that being a black man, that people are heterogeneous. People. As diverse ways of being a black man. Yes. But there were certain things he ain't discussed at all. I'm just like, yo, 
what? Like, yeah. so anything, the point I'm trying to make is that, so he gets to this final, this after the final rose right. or whatever. I know what you're saying. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden, his black male identity is central yes. to his character all mm -hmm. of a sudden. And I'm like, yo. Where was this? Also where was this? By the way. Where? You, you would have known that Rachel was a little racist. Had you just had that conversation with her? If, if it was important to ask those questions, he if you held them in high regard, you would have asked those questions. He, listen, he ain't care. He didn't care. He only care. He only care now. He only cares now because it's public. Yeah. It's public now. And notice he had nothing to say. He did this. Dumb long pauses. I don't know if ABC was trying to make it dramatic. No, that's, that was Or him. if they were trying to expose Matt. No, no, that was his pauses. So they didn't, they didn't drag it out. Because <clears throat> no, I know. I'm just yeah. saying, because ABC loves cutting. So, but they did not cut his pauses. They, yeah. they played every second of his pauses. Yeah. So I don't know that ABC trying to tell the viewers that, wow, this is really hard on Matt, or Matt mm -hmm. is really taking this um, really hard, and this is devastating on him. Or they're trying to expose Matt of like, you don't know what to say. Yeah. He'll, he'll know how to contribute to the conversation. Yeah. He'll know how to answer Emmanuel's tough questions. No, nah, fact. And I take it the latter. All right? Matt didn't know what to say. Matt Unfortunately, great comparison with Tasha. Just like Tasha didn't know what to say to Ivan. He didn't know what to say because when you don't know what to say, when you don't have anything substantive to say, you just don't say anything at all. No. Right? I'm guilty of that. Yeah. yeah so you just go, you just stay quiet. Yep. And Matt didn't, all, only thing he could say was. <laughs> she needs to do the work matt honestly you need to do the work because if you know that you're going to date someone outside of your race and you know that race is important to you you will be asking all those questions all, all of the questions matt what conversation did you have with her about race how did you not see through even she knew even she even i'm ignorant i don't know anything about this matt if she knows she's ignorant how did you not pick that up but see it wasn't important to you matt no it wasn't important to you at all and by the way we're not saying you can't date outside your race. Mm -mm. We're just saying that, look, you, what you did, to, I'm be honest with you, I think what Matt did to her was completely wrong. I, I'm be honest. I think what he did to yes, Rachel is wrong, but what Matt did, Rachel is racist. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right? Um, Rachel racist. All right, cool. We know you racist. But Matt knew that too. Hmm. In private. Hmm. And then when it became public, he... Let me distance myself from you. Let me step back. And say, you need to figure this out on your own. Oh, and for no. me, that's whack. That's whack. That's whack. Because you whack. knew that girl was racist. And I, what I mean by racist is she wasn't committed to the movement. Mm -mm. She wasn't committed to the movement, man. Man, you knew that, bro. You knew she wasn't. And you, and you still dated her. You still chose her out of all the black queens, Brie. How you choose her over Brie? Come on now. Over Brie? Come on now. Over Brie? Jacinia? <laughs> I swear he loved Jacinia. I do. She, that thing only became Team Jacinia once Jacinia went off. That is true. That is true. I never said anything about Jacinia. Nothing. And then the Jacinia. The episode she went home. <gasps> no, not Jacinia. Oh, not Jacinia. It's like, where does love come from? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I'll, I'll see this. I, I, I respect Jacinia because she was pretty much quiet and then when it was well, time for her to they speak showed up, her as someone who was quiet. quiet but when it was time to speak up against injustice she spoke up oh, but america didn't love her like they loved katie she called meredith out meredith <laughs> don't call that girl meredith that she is she called unjust. meredith out man no but that's just my takeaway of matt i think that it was super yes rachel is a racist but i feel in that moment it's like it i felt a sense of betrayal because I, feel, I bet she was like, man, you not, not one time did you tell me we talk, have any conversations about race. And if we did have conversations, it was probably surface level. Mm -hmm. Now, all of a sudden, you woke. It's near and dear to me. You super woke. <laughs> I bet he downplayed race in private. Oh, man, come on, brother. Oh, yeah, but I want to add this point. Remember how we called out ABC for showing the morning after of Brie, mm -hmm. showing the morning after of Michelle, mm -hmm. but not showing the morning after of, of Rachel, 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 Rachel. Mm -hmm. 
Tell me why I, I saw a little comment. What comment? Saying that say? they didn't show the morning after wow. of Man Rachel because they were discussing race. No, they were And weren't. because of what the tabloids and rumors were saying already about racist Rachel, they didn't want to add more heat no. to the conversation no. that they had the morning after. Supposedly, they, that's why they didn't show the morning after. No. That's but y'all saw my post. I said, I think white America would have been up in arms. Oh, no. Mm. My poor white woman was in bed with a black man. Yep. Okay, that, that's what... That's how we felt when we didn't see the morning after Rachel like, whoa, whoa. Mm -hmm. But so, supposedly, they didn't want to bring more um, heat on Rachel because they were talking about race. Yeah, right. And, and, if they, and if, even if they were having a conversation about race, what were they saying? Like, and the thing is, anything, everything is a conversation about race. Right? You're talking about housing. That can be a conversation about You're talking about school. School. That's a conversation about race. Groceries. You're talking about anything. Food. Yeah. All that's a what were they saying? Because my thing is, I just genuinely don't believe that Matt is racially literate himself. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I think he knew that, that Rachel was not racially literate. And I think she knew that he was not racially literate. Um, and I think that they were both racially illiterate together. And then one person, uh, racial literacy was made public. Uh, and then the other person was just like, nah, I'm super woke, woke, woke. I'm distancing myself from you. That dude went in there. He was acting as if he had read all the books. And he was acting so distant and yeah. removed. Like, this was once someone you loved. A couple of weeks this ago. This was once someone you saw bearing your children. And now all of a sudden, I'm taking a step back. She guys was on her own. All right. Imagine if there was something that was near and dear to you and you saw I had like a major blind spot in. But you loved me at this point. You're going to help me get there. All yeah. right, if if you're supposedly woke and you're all about this, all right, you will help me get there. Yeah, for sure. But for, sure. for Matt to just say like, nah, this is near and dear to me, and she got she got to find it on her own. Man, listen, that's that's selfish because if it's in you and near and dear to you, you should share with others. It yeah. just shows that it was never in him and not near and dear to him. That's why he can't share it with her. Yo, it wasn't real. Like, here's the thing. Plus. When when if race was so central to his character, he would have known from the jump to have that conversation with her, and then she could have opened up. He would have figured out from the beginning. Hey, this girl is not the most racially sophisticated person, mm -hmm. and I can tell I'm having that conversation with her, mm -hmm. so she knows that she has areas to grow. And so even when that stuff came out he could have been like oh i already knew this yeah i've already been working with her on increasing her racial literacy right so this ain't no news to me right the fact that that was news to him right shows us that he wasn't really having those conversations and by the way hey man just because you black that don't mean you need to have these conversations about race and stuff like that i'm not saying that my, no. my thing is is this don't pretend that you somehow that you are somehow now the most racially knowledgeable person right right now because you're standing next to a white woman who has been accused of 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 racism of racism in what did, what did they call it racially insensitive racial insensitive we've got to stop these are euphemisms for for racist right i get it it is racially insensitive racially motivated racially charged yeah racially um uh, insp inspired, whatever it may be, all these terms is racist. Yeah. So anyway, that's those are my thoughts on that. Make sure man. I didn't skip anything. I think we talked about. We Matt talked never about post, the father. Oh, can I just mention one thing? Matt not wanting to speak to Michelle when Michelle asked for two Ooh. minutes. Excuse me if I'm wrong. I don't know this brother. I don't know Matt. Okay, well, this is my opinion. When Matt didn't want to talk to Michelle after, immediately after the breakup, it just showed to me that he's a little too comfortable with ghosting people. Maybe he's not yeah. used to completely ending a relationship. He's just used to ghosting them, like, yeah. just showing them, I don't want to be with you. And what else? And then cutting all ties. You know, because it, was, it wasn't as if, she was asking, like she said, to change his mind or like plead her case. But she just wanted to know why. Because in the conversation, he just said, I can't get there with you. 
kind of why? Like, what was it about me? Was it, it, it? She was black. But that's the thing, though. Like, when you're in love with someone, you you would not want it to be about my color. Obviously, you want it to be about is it me, my character? Did I say something? Did I do something? You know, you would hope it's not because I'm black. Man, Matt, let's keep it real. Cause you, we knew we black. knew he was gonna choose Rachel the day he took her shopping. You know, that day he took her shopping. He should have took, oh. You know, we knew that. And here's the thing. You know, if I'm being completely honest, I feel like he, the what he did to those women was just unethical. He knew that he wasn't going to choose them, yet he still spent nights with them, right? He spent a night with, with Bree. Who knows what they did? You, He knew for sure he, he wasn't going to choose Bree. He knew that he wasn't going to choose Bree. The past two Rose ceremonies, Bree even said, I keep getting the last rose. I know I'm on the chopping block. Yeah, and he chose Bree, yet they spent the night together, and she, he knew he wasn't going to choose her. He knew he wasn't going to choose Michelle. Why? Because he knows if he chooses Michelle, he's going to have to put a ring on it. And he's going to have to take her seriously because Michelle is Michelle means business. Absolutely. Michelle, she's not Michelle, waste her time. No, 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 no. Michelle is a grown woman, grown woman. She, she's in her career. In her career, Michelle yeah. is a, Michelle is one of the one, and I'm, I'm glad that she's a, a a bachelorette because you can tell that she's serious about finding love. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I think that she was the most authentic person. I agree. On that you show, you saw you saw her real personality. You saw, and you and by the way, she was the most sincere to the fact that even her students was like. You know, Miss So and So, Miss mm -hmm, So and So. Mm -hmm. That humanized her in such a way that I, I don't agree. think I've ever seen in Bachelor history. I agree. Like, and so for me, I feel like Matt was not ready for that. He was not prepared to like really settle down with someone who's like, I've got a full time job mm -hmm. and I'm a teacher. Matt, I'm not about to be. Her life's together. Her life is all the way together. And I'm not saying that the others aren't, but she has like. Yeah. You can tell. She has a like a career career. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think Matt was prepared for that. And I think that he wanted to be with someone that he could get with him for a little bit and then walk away. And that was really Rachel. Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He wanted he and, and, and not only that, he wanted to save the last two women that he really liked, but he also just wanted to spend the night with them. Which mm. I think is I think that, that Yeah, I think that I think Our opinions, yeah. Yeah, I think that, you know, they have to change that for them. They have to change that because, like, hey, yo, Matt, there should be no, there should be no, uh, what is it called? One Nice the Sweet? Um, fantasy Suites. Fantasy Suites. Yeah. And you don't, if you're not, if you know that you're not going to get, like, he had nothing for right. Bree. Remember? He had nothing. He's like, I can't tell you what it is. My, my relationship just progressed further with you. By the way, fam. You had a night with her, and then they, yeah. then the night, and then he was, then the, the, the following, the following day, he said no, right? How your relationship progressed? Oh no, I think it was Brie, Michelle, Rachel, and then, and then, and okay, so yes. Brie had the first, Michelle had the first night, Brie had the second night, Rachel had the last night. So, so, so that's my thing. That's so yeah. unethical because yeah. look, he knew that he was going to that he had a, a strong relationship with Michelle going in. Yeah. And so he still did what he needed to do with with uh, had the fantasy suite with mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with um, with Bree. I don't know. I just think that that's no, wild absolutely. To me. It 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 doesn't shine a positive light when you know in your heart, if you're being honest with yourself, yeah. that I don't see myself with this woman. But because how the show is structured, I have spent a night with them. He should have never extended that key. Yeah, he knew he, he wasn't going like, to choose Brie. We all knew that. He should have just never extended that key. If he was going to be a real stand-up guy, then say, hey, Brie, you know, I, I just don't see us getting there. It would be wrong for me to extend this fantasy suite key. Yeah. He, and we would have been like, okay, man. Yes. Even though we love Brie and we wanted Brie to be the last one standing, but at least he didn't waste her time. Mm-hmm. That's definitely what he did. And you know, Brie... Was there? I saw a meme that said uh, that 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 took a, a screenshot of Brie crying, right? Of the tears running down. He said, "How how could you how could you make this angel cry?" When she, yeah, it was. You saw that something like that. It was just like how, I loved Brie. Yeah. yeah, like how could you make Brie cry in that black dress? Yeah, she was stunning that night. Exactly. People saying like Brie must have knew she was gonna get the uh, eliminated because she's like. 
I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go like looking, looking like bait. Beautiful. Looking yeah. like bait. And so that's and the she thing. Did. She did. And, and you know, and like you, I keep coming back to it, it's just like, yo, man, you knew you weren't gonna pick her. And you still did that. Yup. He knew, if you think about the other, the other episodes, the other episodes leading up to that one, it was clear that Bree stood no chance. None. We call that Bree stood. We, it was clear Michelle stood no chance. We knew he wasn't going to choose no Michelle. Mm -hmm. For, we all knew that that man was going to choose Rachel. Rachel. And it was, it was once those stories started coming out, we knew Rachel won. For sure, I, we, for we, sure. We knew that she won. But it, yeah, but it was like really solidified. It was solidified. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, listen. Yeah, I think we touched on everything. I think though. we touched on everything. Um, yeah, Chris Harrison, Kate and Michelle. We gotta be critical, critical of all these folks, man. Shout out <laughs> to uh, Jessenia, uh, to Bree, Serena P, to Serena P, Michelle, to Michelle. To I can't wait for Michelle to see them. Who else? Um, shoot, I'm going blank, but. Shout out to all the women of color of, of Max season. Shout out to all the women of Max season. Wish them all the luck in finding love and in their life. Yeah. And maybe we'll see you in Bachelor in Paradise. Mm -hmm. um, best of luck to Matt and his journey of healing and journey of growth and journey of learning. Yeah, for sure. Um, and this was a season for the books, for sure. Absolutely. Hey, listen, y'all. Subscribe. That's right. Subscribe. New Day with the Newmans. New Day with the Newmans, y'all. With and honestly, we can call these series the Bachelor We Know with Dante and Victoria. Exactly. Because so, hey, it's a New Day with the Newmans, so and we're giving you guys the Bachelor We Know. All right, y'all. Peace. <laughs>